T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go Ramblers! Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to the score. Man, there's some great stuff happening on and off the court at Loyola, and we're delighted to welcome in the head coach, Drew Valentine, to the program. Coach, good morning to you, sir. How's it going? Great, great, great. Great to be on with you guys. Uh, obviously, can. Uh, Continue to keep growing and getting better, but uh, love where my team is at and um, love uh, being a part of the Loyola Rambler family. What's not to love? 19 and 7, first in the Atlantic 10. Dayton is up there. You guys are up there. Drew, I have to ask you this because from afar, I mean, obviously, everyone has followed the Loyola story and understands the value of the Loyola culture and what that does. Moving to the Atlantic 10, I think some of us expected it to be a little bit more gradual in the ascent. Are you ahead of schedule in terms of what you thought this program was capable of doing in a new conference? Uh, not, not really, in my opinion. I just, I mean, last year there was a couple of things. One, we we needed to get familiar with how um, our culture and uh, just what the roster um, needed to look like for for you to win, and then. Um, our resources needed to, to you know, grow um, substantially and get to the point where we could be competitive. Um, not necessarily, um, you know, have what Dayton has, but but get to where we could be competitive. And then it was up to us to to coach our team up and um, you know build what what a championship roster looked like. And um, you know, you're so at at this. At this time in college sports with the transfer portal, man, you're, you're really able to, um, you know, flip things quickly if, if you've got a vision and, and um, if you understand what it takes. And um, I think uh, after after year one, we were like, okay, we, we went out and used analytics and, and used what had worked in our past um, to help us come up with a vision for what we saw. And we, we didn't know if we would – you know, being I couldn't tell you we'd be in first place right now, but we thought we had a team that could be uh, competitive in, in the top half of the league this year. Now joining us uh, here on the score is the Circa on the Circa Sports Illinois hotline is Drew Valentine. Download the Circa Sports app today. And Drew, um, I'm a fan of the program. Um, I went to the Davidson game. I don't know if you heard me yelling at you. I was yelling, great, keep it going. Uh, and and I, I tried to watch the Rhode Island game, and I couldn't get it on TV, but I did listen to it, so that was awesome. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I follow the program closely, 
because I went there. My kid goes there. I, you know, I love uh, what's happening with the team. They're really fun to watch, and you can play in so many different ways. But I'm also following the recruiting stuff, and I see you yeah. get this four-star Egyptian wing, um, Safe Hendaway. I'm, I'm probably butchering the name. Then the next day, you get this Russian guard, Daniil Glazkov. Maybe I butchered that name too. Yes. Um, <laughs> Who knows? But that is phenomenal. Those are two highly ranked prospects adding to the two guys you already have coming in. You know, while you're in the top of the A-10, you're also bringing in guys for the future. And I mean, this, like this, I was, I was trying to figure out, I think, I think maybe Miles Rubin was like the biggest prospect you signed since um, uh, Crutwig. And now these two guys are really highly rated players. What What's going on with your recruiting? You're doing a great job of that in season while you're in the top of the A-10. It's fantastic. Well, I can't um, I can't talk specific guys that haven't signed to the program yet. Okay. So I just, that's, but, but I'll, I'll say, I can say this. Um, I think we're recruiting at a high level. I think, um, you know, that's, that's what you want to do when you're, um, in a program is obviously you, you want to continue the sustained success, but you also want to elevate it. And um, you want to pursue players that um, can take your program up a notch and take players. Uh, Cause we've been to the NCAA tournament, obviously in three of the last five tournaments, um, but advanced in the NCAA tournament. So we look at ourselves as one of the top programs in the country. And so we recruit like it. We don't just go after people that we think we can get. We go after who, um, is going to impact the program and help get it better. And um, I've got a great staff. I don't do it all by myself. Um, led up by Sean Dwyer, who's been with me for this is three years. Um, uh, and, and hopefully we keep Sean with me for a long time. Um, I, I, I got new staff members. Um, Will Bailey, who's a Chicago native, a veteran coach. Justin Bradley, who's um, – you know, really helped us with our Ivy League connections behind the scenes the last few years. So um, we've got a great staff, and and I think I'm uh, very relatable, um, especially in this in this generation as far as a head coach. And um, yeah, we want to just keep growing the program. Your roster is full of some really compelling stories, Drew. And I think the one to me that needs to be told and retold, and just enough for people to absorb what's going on here. Philip Alston nearly died on the court after having cardiac arrest as a freshman when he was going to another college in Pennsylvania, California University. That was four years ago. Now he's in the middle of everything and all the success you're having now. How remarkable is his story, and what can you tell us about his character? It's crazy because um... – you know, we, we actually, because of, we, we have, obviously, we have three guys in our starting five that are from Columbus, Ohio. So we've recruited Ohio very well, um, myself and, and Sean Dwyer, my assistant. Um, so we had saw Phil play in high school, and, and then when we saw what he was doing at his Division II, uh, we, we jumped in, and, and it was crazy just seeing his um, growth, like in his motor and in his game, and then finding out about his story, first of all, um, it's a it's a huge um, lesson to guys on our team to not take every day for granted. I think he speaks to our guys with that about how much of a blessing it is that you get to take the court every day. Um, and then with what he's able to do, uh, I think he has an extra sense of gratitude. And he's uh, 
one of the best parts about Phil, and I tell our young guys this, our freshmen, Miles, Ruben on our team, I tell them, listen, you, you know, Phil was a preseason all-league guy, but he lets me coach him like he's um, an end-of-the-bench guy. Um, he, he has an extreme sense of gratitude. He loves being a part of this program. And, um, you know, he, he, he speaks about it to our guys, too. So um, it's fun having that. The only thing that, that worries is because of his conditions, he can cramp up a little bit. So in games, when I see him cramping up, it's like he'll want to stay in. And I'm like, uh-uh, dude, you got to come out. <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're not. We're not going through that again. So, um, but yeah, no. He's extremely fun to coach. Extremely talented, and a huge piece of what we're doing right now. Yeah, and I I love the way you can play in different ways. You know, you can you can go smaller, you can go bigger. You know, you got some of these uh, graduate student guys that you just play a smart brand of basketball. And we're talking to you here at seven in the morning. I'm sure you were already up. You guys. Tell us a little bit about this breakfast club. You guys are – you've oh, improved yeah. your free throw shooting by getting up early and getting into the gym and everybody shooting them before you even get going on the day. So it's a, it's a day after a day off. So this is uh, – I mean, honestly, <laughs> with you guys, like Coach Izzo, man, when we would <laughs> when we would be going through that Michigan State, I mean, Coach Izzo's known for his, his term morning, noon, and night. Um and uh, when we would, you know, have a couple games where we missed free throws, we would just go in and shoot them. And he was having guys in there morning, noon, and night. And so um, one thing that I was kind of thinking of was, okay, how can I implement that experience that I went through to our team? And so um, we just started talking about it at this breakfast club. So the day after a day off, we get up at, at between 7 and 7.15 a.m. and we just shoot free throws for 30 minutes. We play like three different free throw games, but we also just get like 15 minutes of reps up. So um, our free throw percentage is now over, you know, it's like right around 72%. I think it's like 71.9 in league play, which is, uh, which is really good. And, and obviously we want to continue to grow it, but um, that's really, really on, on, on Sunday versus um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah. Phil, Phil Austin went 10 for 11 from the line, and, and after every make, he was looking over yelling <laughs> breakfast club to his teammates. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's just, but it's, that like speaks to our culture, right? It doesn't, breakfast club, if, if guys are coming in there and they're just thinking that it's a, um, if they're losing, you know, not able to sleep and, and you know, they're like mad about it, it, it doesn't work. But if you believe in it, if you trust in it, if you buy into the meaning of it, and then when you get in the game, if you trust your training, that's when it works. And so I think our guys are – we just got a really good group of young men that we recruit to um, this culture, and um, they're bought in right now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I think that, I, I don't remember, Drew, but Braden Norris was maybe a year behind you or ahead of you in high school. Because <laughs> he seems like he's been there forever. He is a veteran. He's playing 34 minutes a night for you. Still shooting from three with great uh, high percentage. What does he mean to this team, and how do, how long has he been here? Because it seems like he's taken advantage of everything, and he still is an asset to this program, and probably the guy that most people, you know, when they hear Loyola and they see them play, he, he's the guy that probably most people recognize. Yeah, yeah, he's um, so he's this is his fifth year at Loyola, but he played his first year, so he was a part. Of a of you remember when transfers when when they used to have to sit a year yeah so he he played his first year was 2018 19 and then so he sat out the 19 20 season the year that ended in uh, COVID and then so the Sweet 16 year in 2021 Crutwigs last year that was his first year playing with us so he's now in year four playing on the court for Loyola but year five within the program and um, last night after. Uh, Last night after Houston beat Iowa State, I think Kelvin Sampson went on and uh, went on Scott Van Pelt and was talking on uh, ESPN SportsCenter about how much Jamal Shedd meant to the program. And, and I feel the exact same way about Braden Norris. He's exactly what everything, what's right about college athletics. He's remained loyal to this program through, throughout a bunch of changes, obviously coaching changes, roster changes. He's obviously been at the, you know, almost like the peak of it with, you know, Sweet 16 and then my first year as head coach with top 25 in the country. And then last year, not as much. And he could have left and he could have left and went out and got paid. I mean, that's what people right. are doing nowadays. Right. But but Braden stayed and, and, and we had to recruit transfers last spring and Braden and Phil Austin, literally every transfer visit we had, we, I mean, and we had about 13, 14 of them um, to sign four guys. They were on every single visit, hosted every single kid. And they were like assistant coaches helping us, wow. you know? And so like after a 10 and 21 year with like, okay, I'm bringing in these new guys, but are they really going to help me? It was never, any questioning with that he leads every single day with his um work ethic uh he's in the gym three times a day every single day he's going to be a future going to be a better head coach than me one day uh, <laughs> i love having him around <laughs> um incredible student incredible student athlete ambassador all that I, I could talk forever about how much value he has and how much trust he has i just we're going to miss him after this year but but we still got some time with him so we're trying to make the most of it Drew, you know, David and I were talking this morning kind of off the air about what's going on in college basketball and, and just kind of you look around the landscape and, my God, it is, you know, with the transfer, transfer portal, it's kind of a different animal now than it's ever been. You know, the NIL, the transfer portal, and then you're recruiting and it's almost as if, and I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it's almost as if, like, the big schools are recruiting the top 50 players 
and they're recruiting the transfer portal. And for a team like yourself, for a group like yourself, those bottom 50 of the top 100 are open to be recruited because they're not being chased as much as they used to because of all this transfer portal stuff. Now, you've done a great job working the portal, and obviously you're doing a great job uh, recruiting the, uh, you know, getting top 100 players in here. How, how has that shifted the way that you go about business? The, the idea that the portal has become this sort of um, new frontier for, for college basketball. Well, I think the thing that that's really um, allowed it to kind of be crazy over these last few years specifically is, everybody having a COVID year, all the, all yeah. the, all the yeah. student athletes having that extra year. So people are doing like, like there's a kid that's at Villanova right now, Tyler Burton that played four years at Richmond. And he would have always, you know, after his four years, he would have graduated from Richmond and went pro, but he had an extra year. So he went and got paid at Villanova. And, and so that's, that's kind of what I was speaking to with Braden and yeah. why he's so unique because it, 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 it was never that with him, but um you know, I think after the this this spring is the last spring of the COVID, um, the COVID year where like student athletes have that additional extra year. So I think after this year, it'll go back a little bit to to what it um, normally was in the past. And then I do think you know you saw it with Dartmouth with with them um, you know unionizing um, their student athletes. It's it's eventually I think after this year, and there's a lot of talk about it. Um, and even the NCAA came out with like a proposal. I think student athletes are going to start being paid salaries, and they're going to start being paid, um, you know, directly by the university. Um, that it's just it's going to happen. The NCAA has to get guardrails on on how much people can make, and and I think that's going to be uh, positive because I think that's going to that'll allow things to become a little bit more even, and um, um, you know. It's been great to have parity in college basketball still, but I think things will things will start to 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 go back to more of how the way they were in about a year or two. So Drew, you know how it works. You've got your loyal fans, and Loyal's got great fan base and and support this this program the way it should be because of the success you guys have had. But now it's like late February. A lot of casual fans are starting to pay closer attention. Like, oh my gosh, Loyola's good again. They're still good. And as March approaches, and you hope to get in the tournament and make some noise there. If people are watching you, your team play, and they're like, oh, yeah, they're in the A-10 now, stylistically, how different is it, your style and approach in this conference? Has it changed, or what kind of differences will we see if people are look, tuning into Loyola for the first time in a while? Well, I think um, a lot of what we do in the half court offensively and defensively is pretty similar. Um, we're physical um, defensively, we're tough, we're gritty, we're connected. And then offensively, we really share the ball. We really move the ball. We don't just pound it, pound it, pound it. Um, but I think there's a couple of unique things. Is, is One, we have rim protection. We have a, one of the best shot blockers in the country and our freshman, Miles Rubin. That's different, you know. Crutwig was uh, was uh, jumping two feet off, the, you know, two inches <laughs> off the ground, and Miles is jumping two feet off the ground. So um, that's a little bit. That's, so that's a little bit different. Um, and then I think we've got, we play faster. Um, our tempo is, is now up in the top 100 of the country as far as how fast. So you'll see us flying the ball to court. That's kind of the Michigan state influence that, uh, that I have as far as how fast we're playing in transition. And then offensively, 
Um, you'll see us with, you know, we kind of got a Crutwick 2.0 in our, our Dartmouth transfer, Damon Delican. So yeah. um, we're, we're very similar to what Loyola's been about, but we have, the, you know, a shot blocker inside defensively. We're playing faster, so I think we're more fun to watch offensively. And then to close games, we give the ball to our Ivy League transfer, Dame Adelican, and, and we always talk about late game is Dame time. So our own version of, our own version of it. So um, I think we're fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think you're tons of fun to watch, and you're and you're winning close games, and you're obviously um, you got it going. And and as I said, you can play in different ways, you know. So so Miles Rubin picks up a couple fouls early in the Rhode Island game, and then you go to more of your bigger lineup, and you're battling that way. Uh, Tom Welch appears. I'd forgotten he was even around. That guy. Was once like the greatest goalkeeper. I'm not making this up. That guy could have like gone to England or Germany or something. I mean, he's a, a tremendous goalkeeper uh, out in Naperville when he was younger. Um, it was so cool to just see you using different players and and mixing it in. And uh, and I don't know that that Miles had a lot of time in that game as a result. Yeah, yeah, and that's. That's what we always want to continue to do here is we want to, we don't want to have to rely on one person to, to make our, make or break our season. You know, obviously we want to have, you know, guys that are projected, you know, uh, all conference players and projected professional basketball players, but like the strength of our team is always um, at this level um, going to be what, what we need to rely on. And we have to recruit 13 guys every year that can help us win games. Mm. And uh, that's, that's what we um, are going to continue to do. And, and this spring will be super important for us to, to finish off our roster and um, make sure that, that we've got, obviously we've got some talented freshmen coming in, but we, but we got to have some uh, veterans to go with our returners, which for the first time in a couple of years, we got, you know, some all conference level returners coming back. So we're really excited about that. And um, yeah, I think our depth is always going to be, um, you know, something that I'm going to rely upon and something that I'm going to always continue to build. Great stuff, Drew. Great catching up with you. Continue the great work. Really excited about uh, the season and can't wait till you get into that tournament and and then the big one. Yeah, thanks, Drew. We'll look forward to talking to you down the road. You guys are awesome. Thanks for always supporting our program. Go Ramblers. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.